Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am your host, Dusty White, author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets, and I'm working on The Easiest Way to Learn Astrology Ever. Hopefully it will be out by spring. Um, we are in the middle of our manifestation series. we got one more of those coming up, because the whole 2014 thing, people making resolutions... And I wanted to interrupt that and have a 30-minute sit-down, semi-private uh, lesson with one of my students, and uh, Renee showed up. And so, uh, hi, Renee. Thanks for being here. Hi, Dusty. Hi, everybody. Yay. So, Renee, um, we're just going to jump right into it. Folks, please take notes. Renee wants to know something about the tarot, and she's agreed to let me sit in my squeaky tarot, if you can hear, and... Uh, we'll just see what it's like to have a private lesson. Uh, the question I want, Renee, is I want to mix it up a bit today. Uh, we, we've gone over and we keep going over various techniques on the tarot um, without being revealing too much personal information. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, because this is a good question I think everybody should be able to answer, is what, you know, what can a tarot do for you? What can you do for me? How can you help me? <laughs> I mean, I, I like the tarot. It's fun. I love astrology. Um, but what are you looking to get out of it? Um, I think I'd really like to try to use it as a tool and use it professionally. Okay. So um, to read or counsel or help people? Yeah, kind of use it in, you know, esoteric with um, – because people are always wanting to ask, ask you questions about things and um, – so I think tarot is kind of a quick, easy way to, you know, it's kind of like get down quick and dirty, you know. Well, it's, it's definitely a, a good way to get quick and dirty into people's lives and find out what's going on. Um, are you involved in any other spiritual, metaphysical, new age, or uh, healing occupations right now that might work to tarot? Or? Yes, absolutely. I do massage therapy on the side and some astrology on the side, and people have been asking more and more for me to do, you know, different types of esoteric things and ask questions. Um, and sometimes I don't want to have to go in and pull up a chart. And See, that's you know. a good point right there. Is I like the way that uh, as much as, you know, we can all, I don't know about all of us, but that's a blanket statement. But as much as people can make uh, money or, or a reading, a living, making, as much as people can make a living, Reading the tarot. Um, I like the fact that you already do massage, you do astrology, and tarot would, would flesh this out. Uh, I was raised in business, unfortunately. Um, while my friends would uh, get off school and go home and go play, my dad would uh, tell me to come on over to his little appliance shop and um, sit on the floor and uh, no lie, he catched me playing with a little Tonka trunk, and he uh, Tonka trunk trunk. I, I can't speak today. Sorry, Tonka <laughs> truck. No, no, and truck. Anyway, no lie, he he handed me a belt sander. Said uh, this floor needs sanding. I have some nice, I have some lovely scars uh, on the webbing of my uh, thumb and forefinger to show it. Uh, wow. Super. You know, it wouldn't have worked if I was a little girl. I don't mean to be sexist, but the whole thing is you can kind of get away sociologically with, with telling your boy, ah, time to be a man. You know, you're, you're six now. Get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. 
so even from the very beginning, uh, I've been raised in business. And I think that's one of the things that's allowed me to stay alive without having to have uh, an employer for the longest time. And that's really what I want to get to. I'm not, I'm not you know, here to complain about um, sitting in uh, my father's business. I want to say that from, you know, my preteen years, I have been forced to be in either in an uh, individual retail business or a service business and uh, various mm -hmm. businesses along the way. So one thing I understand is the plight of uh, the individual or the cottage, uh, the cottage industry, such as, mm. you know, matter of fact, I used to be a professional whistleblower myself. Um, mm -hmm. So I understand what it means to go out there and get clients. And, and uh, I do know from personal experience that uh, a lot of people, uh, at least my clients and clients of people I've talked to, uh, people who do get massage are generally open to either an astrological or tarot reading. Uh, so this is, this is works very well. It's not like you, uh, give a massage and then open up your uh, trunk and say, I also sell machine guns. You know? <laughs> well, right. I, thank you. You know, I just, anyway. so <laughs> let's talk about what it takes to actually go from, yay, I can read the tarot to yay. I can pay the rent reading tarot. And or astrology and, and, and whatnot, but I want to focus on uh, the realistic day-to-day uh, -day existence of, uh, let's say, a tarot professional. Now, anybody listening, this is not legal or financial or medical advice. Uh, this is, I've been doing this for over 20 years. Um, this is straight from the trenches. Uh, I'm going to... Tell you what I know, what I've experienced. Your experiences will be your, be your own. Um, always consult, what is it, professional, medical, legal, and financial advice. I'm just sharing an example of how I got here. And I'm giving you some friendly advice of things to watch out for. But before you go into business, I command you to talk to certified professionals with degrees and, and go to the government and get all the permits and everything. Because uh, I uh, I want to be clear of liability. So uh, with all that aside, it's a big leap going from yay I can read the tarot to I want to charge money. You know, some people sit down and read at a coffee house, or they'll read for tips. Um, the most common way uh, these days is to go online, typey type type, and uh, Oh, look, here's a place, here's a website that says that they will hire me. And um, you'll have to uh, send off an email. I don't think uh, very many places let you call. And uh, you might hear back or you might not. Uh, I've done some investigative research on this over the last uh, two years. And I found a lot of places won't even call you back off the email. So you gotta, you got to be persistent. That's number one. Don't expect that just because you send an email that somebody will uh, uh, send you anything back, much less, hey, you're hired. Hmm. Um, when you do, uh, when you are contacted back, more than likely with this particular avenue, you are going to speak to a hiring manager or um, the owner or, the, or just a general manager, and they're going to want uh, some kind of experience uh, 
they're going to want to know what you can do, how long you've done it, what kind of chops you have. Do you have a platform? Do you have a book? Don't don't freak out. Just tell them what you know. Just tell them the truth. Hey, I read. I want a job. I like helping people. Presumably, you like helping people. Um, <laughs> the next step is, generally speaking, you'll read for one to three people. Uh, if you read for all three people, it means you're doing a good job. If you only read for one, it either means that they don't have a strict quality control guideline, or you didn't do so well. Uh, so there's a period of waiting and waiting and waiting. Now comes the big day where you have to sign the paperwork, like a 1099 or whatever it is that your government has you do. And uh, I mean, I have a 1099 in, in America, so I don't know why we have uh, listeners and students internationally. But the point is that you enter into agreement, an agreement where you work independently for the uh, the website or whatever company owns the website, and they advertise their services, list you, and then when their clients call in on the phone or come in on the internet, um, they will look at the plethora of uh, of lovely bathing beauties. So they'll just look at all the psychics and go, "Gee, this one looks good," and um, you know maybe they'll call you. Uh, now there's a couple of different ways they can go. Sometimes, because I've been a dispatcher, too, back in the old, old days. Back when we used to do this all by phone, uh, not only did I work on the psychic phone lines, but at some point I was a psychic tester. I had to uh, qualify people who wanted to um, work and find out if they were any good. But also, um, at another company, I was a dispatcher, and I would see how many calls were coming in and how many people were online and I had to shoot them around. So it is very possible that the company that you may end up working for uh, has a dispatcher. Uh, They may have favorites, including the owner. Uh, You may get the overflow. Um, It may be uh, computer generated and completely random. It may be first on, you know, gets the first call. Um, Or it may be what I uh, showed earlier, where in the case of a website, you've got pictures of 20 or 30 or 40 psychics all sitting looking bored in front of a <laughs> computer, uh, I mean, a, a webcam, and you go, well, I think I'll try this one. And I'm not a real fan of this particular method because there was a time when you could make a decent living at this. Um, now, the market is so saturated, and there's so many places that, uh, you know, we'll give you 10 minutes of free reading before, you know, the clock starts kicking in, or your first reading is free, or the first five minutes are free, and um, it really cheapens the whole uh, effect. Now, for you to make a living at these places, you got to be very, very good, uh, and you've got to give your clients... Um, when they do call, because you may sit there for hours and never get a call, but you've got to give them spot on information right away. Oh, you know, nothing, no, no pressure there. Not like, uh, not like it's not hard or anything. Um, presuming you can do that, uh, you need to make sure that those people know your name and number so that they can call you back and then tell your friends, their friends how great you are. This is what's called the hard way of going about it. I don't recommend that. Okay. But, again, uh, all I'm doing is relating experience and research that I've had over the last 20 years. Um, 
I stopped working the phones a couple of years ago. I had worked the phones over a period of 18 years. Mm. And, and before that, I had, you know, years and years and years since I was 16 in telemarketing. So, uh, boy, the number of people I've talked to on the phone. Wow. So I understand the nature of telephone or Internet work. And uh, it's nice in the sense that you can sit from home. I know of a few people who work lines that um, will sign up for several lines at once because they might get one or two calls an hour or one or two calls a day uh, in between all those lines. So it hmm. always be, uh, this is my advice that I think I can legally give, always be selective on who you work for. Um, do your best to um, check out their credentials as much as you can a website um, and past and present employees, although that sounds easier than, than it is. You know, not being able to call up somebody and say, uh, hey, how, how do you enjoy working there? <laughs> hey, you used to work there. Did they pay you? Chances are that ain't going to happen. You just kind of uh, jump in. No. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the low end of working as a, uh, a reader, psychic, astrologer. Um, I liken it to McDonald's because... <laughs> the market is oversaturated. It's like a cheap burger. And the point is that uh, you can expect to make 5, 10, 15 cents a minute, even if they say you're going to make $2 a minute. Well, that's nice when you get somebody calling in. But remember, the if you're charging by the minute, you're at war with your client because you have to keep them on as long as possible to pay your rent. And in the meantime, you're paying two, three, four times, uh, maybe even uh, 10 times. Uh, what you're getting paid because if you're getting paid 40 cents a minute and they're paying four dollars an hour they're making they're charging 10 times uh, mm. what you're getting so you're like wow i made 18 dollars well yeah they just paid 180 dollars for that i sure hope that what you gave them was useful and if you made 18 dollars and somebody paid 180 dollars for your services it seems like there's a little bit of a disparity um i've worked in these agreements before um, that was a long time ago, and then I, I realized, you know what? I don't like the price-to-value ratio, um, mm. so, I, so I moved on. Uh, an easier way, and a way that you can go with more self-respect and uh, build up a solid reputation, is to work locally. Now, how you go about getting clients is anybody's guess it's that's the you know the rules of business is that you have to provide a service um and advertise it you have to make people aware of your services so you can do tarot parties um you can invite your friends and to a party or you can attend a party and just give fun little tarot readings off to the side uh, you can make it an official tarot party you can organize a tarot party you can attend um psychic fairs where somebody has organized a psychic fair and you just rent a booth or you can throw a psychic fair you can um, read for free a lot of places want you to read for free anyway if you want a lot of experience uh, and you don't mind being abused read for free uh, the people who come in for free readings usually will treat you the worst um, mm. this is just what uh, I've experienced and heard and seen over and over and over for the last two decades. The people who pay uh, generally, and the more they pay within reason, uh, generally a little bit nicer uh, because it's, it's a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. But if you're out there saying, 
I will read for free and please tip me. Uh, it's true, you won't get a lot of respect and you'll get people who will ask you all kinds of crazy things and expect you to believe, you know, to, to know everything under the sun. It's a sad fact and I mm. don't want you guys to uh, experience this. Now, Renee's in a great situation because she's already got a basic clientele. Um, now, Renee, I don't want to uh, get too much into your personal life, so I'm going to suppose. Uh, <laughs> if I suppose you work at a private studio out of your own environment or if you work out of a spa, either one of those has its own distinct advantages. Okay. If you work with a spa, you've got the credibility of the spa, you got a location, you got everything covered for you. I mean, really what you're doing is renting space. So many things you don't have to worry about. Uh, presumably there are less permits and uh, business licenses and whatnot because if, even if you do need a business license it's, it's more like a difference between a cosmetologist license where you personally have to be licensed versus you have to have a license for uh, the location and uh, uh, the, the, the DBA and, and, and you know whatnot so I mean always check with your government for that and you know apply to all laws and whatnot mm -hmm. but there, there are different psychologies involved. Uh, if you're reading out of your own studio, yeah, you get to keep all of the money and um, you can just start with your existing client. In, in, for example, if you were reading, matter of fact, either one of these, um, and if you're anything like Renee, or if you want to do something like what Renee is doing, where you have an environment, whether you have a little clothing boutique that you work out of, or a, a spa, or uh, a salon, um, if you, if you, there's nothing wrong with, um, doing palmistry and painting nails and reading the tarot that works together nicely also. But the point is that if you have a little environment with an existing clientele in a similar, uh, industry such as massage, um, there is nothing, um, psychologically injurious, uh, to your business to uh, throw a little tarot party, almost like uh, an art gallery opening and saying, uh, hey, uh, Thursday from 7 to 9, we're going to have a little party, we'll do a little wine, or, you know, again, be careful about regulations. Okay, maybe no wine. Uh, <laughs> little candles, a little fake wine, because, you know, alcohol, and uh, tarot party reading. You know, so it's not like, hey, we're going to come in and, you know, try to summon Pazuzu or something. It's like, <laughs> it, it's, it's a very... Art Nouveau kind of thing. Hey, we're going to have a little gallery, we're going to have a little cheese, we're going to do a little tarot. It just, you make it part of the ambiance. And then you get people there. It's not that you want to get your clients there, it's that you want to get your clients to bring their friends there for a free reading. You know, ah, this is Renee, she does my masseuse, she does great work, and you know what, let's go get our fortunes told. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what you want to do, now you'll work your tail off. But you'll get exposure to people that you want to read for. These are the clients that you want. They have disposable income. They've met you in person. They've seen you in a good light. You are now the authority because they're all coming to you. And they were refer referred by a friend. Or they are your existing client. Um, mm -hmm. This is a great way to get existing clients to transform into psychic clients or pick up new psychic clients and if you charge them $35 an hour, you're getting paid $35 an hour. Oh, wait, $35 an hour is, is ridiculously inexpensive 
for a good reading, but $35 an hour is, is more than most readers make. So mm-hmm. this is why I prefer something like this over the, the phone lines or the Internet. Um, so this is just an example of one of the things, and I know we don't have time to cover everything, and I'm just kind of ad-libbing this because I'm thinking off the top of my head of what I can instill in you guys without giving you legal, financial, or medical advice. Um, hmm. Do you have any questions, Renee, uh, on any of this? No, that sounds great. Fantastic. What I want is uh, I I want all of my students and anybody who's, who's listening to the podcast, and especially if they've uh, read The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever or Advanced Tarot Secrets, I want you guys to go out there and be the exception to the rule. I want you to be the best readers in the world. I want you to unfold the various layers hidden in each reading. I want you to be able to give highly detailed and preferably accurate information. I can't control that last part. Um, all I have to do is teach, <laughs> teach everything I know. Um, but in so doing, you're going to put yourself head and shoulders above most of the readers out there because so many readers... Uh, who are out there professionally today have not been properly trained. And uh, I'm, I'm here to solve that, hopefully. And that's why we do the free podcast. Do I... Uh, uh, oh, advance notice about two months from now, I will have a tarot course coming up. So you can be professionally trained by me. Uh, I, I probably will make a home study course. Um, but the thing is that... If you listen to all of the podcasts and watch the videos and email me questions or post comments and subscribe on iTunes, um, you're going to get a quality education and you're going to get it for free. Um, that's my main goal is you get a quality education for free. If anybody uh, does take up one of my uh, private study points uh, or appointments, um, then we go much, much uh, more in depth. But... I want the public, I want everyone to know the difference between uh, reading for fun and being able to pay your rent. So you can do the job route. And um, unfortunately, it does come down to the J-O-B thing where you're just over broke, um, especially in this industry. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but there's just not a lot of agencies out there that, uh, that are very good at referring uh, clients. And the clients they refer you to aren't all that fantastic, as far as they just not. They don't. They don't keep coming back with better and uh, and better questions. I I've noticed that um, a lot of agencies have um, repeat clients who keep coming back for the same information, and that's bad. That's injurious for the client. That's just wasting their money. You know, mm. they're not here to uh, make someone feel good emotionally and then, you know, keep them on the hook. We're here to solve their problems and or help them solve their problems. We're here to, you know, give them guidance, and that guidance has to be valuable. And when that guidance proves valuable, yeah, then obviously they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. This is best done when you have the time to sit down and work with someone. And again, I really like the idea of one-to-one because, again, what the client pays is what you get. They're not paying two, three, five, ten times as much, and you know you're 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 barely breaking even, even, and they're going broke in the process. You know the mm. value that you have to deliver 
if you're, you know, hundred and was four four dollars a minute is two hundred forty dollars an hour. Um, mm. Back when I was working the phone lines a long time ago, that was it. You needed to spend two hundred and fifty dollars an hour to talk to me. <laughs> um, mm. What was I getting? Uh, it was about like thirty six dollars an hour. Um, wow, which was nice, but uh, holy crap, you know, there was a, I had to provide two hundred and forty dollars, two hundred fifty dollars an hour worth of value. Um, to every single client that called in on the phone and reading over the phone is not exactly as easy as reading in person. So, you know, it has its own challenges. And, uh, and because it was by the minute, you know, people are like, you know, now, 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 now. It's a lot of pressure. Um, I don't want to see you guys put yourself through that. I'd much rather have you sit down, say, hey, 20 bucks, you know, half an hour. You want to do a dollar a minute, you can do a dollar a minute, you know, 15 minutes. But you know what? Give yourself 20 minutes. Then give yourself half an hour uh, and, and charge people for it. You know, if you say 20 bucks for half an hour, you know what? You're still pocketing $40 an hour. You know, you, you're doing very, very well for yourself. Um, and you're giving people a good value. Um, now, that all set aside, um, you need to think about things like advertising, taxes, uh, business expenses. You you will qualify more than likely. Now, i got to put in that more than likely. For various tax uh, write-offs, you have to talk to um, a tax professional to find out what what you can write off. Um, but Renee, you being a, a masseuse, uh, you understand all that already because you're kind of in the business, right? Correct. Yeah. So it can be advantageous. Um, perhaps your lessons, perhaps books on the subject that are instructional, um, like for example. Uh, as a as a masseuse, you need a massage table, you know, so that may be a write off. I I don't know either way. I'm not saying, <laughs> but uh, I I believe so. You know, again, talk yeah, talk to it is. I can't say that, but but you can. Oh, um, yeah. But nonetheless, uh, I, I, so I want people, I want you guys. If you're going to say I'm going to go into business, you know. Well, start thinking like a business person. It does not have to be complicated. Oh, and please, whatever you do, don't complicate your business. Business will complicate itself needlessly. Keep your business as simple and as straightforward as possible if you want to succeed. Holy crap, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a good idea blown to blown to crap because people need to go in and they need to complicate it. You don't need to partner up with people. You don't need to form a co-op. Um, if you rent a place with uh, a couple other uh, people, get a lawyer. <laughs> you know, but, but remember, a contract is only as good as the intent. So try to make sure that you know everybody's on board. But don't put yourself out for a lot of exposure, and don't quit your day job just because you know how to read the tarot. Uh, you need to build up a lot of clients first, and you need to do a really good job for them because um, the top readers in the world. Easily make one to one hundred, two hundred, five hundred, and one thousand dollars an hour. Period. They, if anybody makes more than that, we're not talking about them. But I, I personally know of readers hmm. who make hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, even a thousand dollars an hour. They're not in living in the same world that we are. They're not reading on the telephone or sitting there in front of a webcam. Going, and I feel I feel bad for readers that sit in front of a webcam. I mean, I understand so it's a living, but man, it just seems it seems like a prostitution. It just seems like 
wow, mm-hmm. how how demeaning. Um, you have real talent. You should be out there getting paid for your talents and making your clients super happy. Um, and, and therefore, you know, the, uh, the people that are getting paid the big bucks have repeat clients. They do a really good job and they help white-collar people um, through various things. Um, J.P. Morgan, you know, uh, this one, J.P. Morgan, Renee, one of the richest men in history, mm-hmm. uh, famously ranted on a, um, a reporter that millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. <laughs> Sir <laughs> Isaac Newton, the guy who, uh, I don't see, what was he, uh, discovered something called gravity, like one of the smartest people in the world. He famously went ballistic on, on uh, someone, one of his uh, uh, academic uh, uh, comrades, um, con- confederates, whatever. Um, he, he, he was shouting at the guy, I've studied astrology and you haven't, so you can shut the hell up and I kick your dog too. Um, I mean, Napoleon Hill wrote, he interviewed the, the richest men in the world. I, I know it was a patriarchal society back then, but hopefully if he had to do it all over again, really the richest people in the world. But at that time, the richest men in the world, um, and he had a letter from Andrew Carnegie that basically allowed him carte blanche to, to ask these people anything. And he said, how did you do it? And time after time and time again, they, they basically extolled the virtues of manifestation. They're a bunch of damn pagans. Um, uh, they, I mean, no matter what their religion was, um, they believed in the power of uh, divine help in manifestation. It wasn't all get up, work hard, strike oil, although that's kind of nice, you know, you do all getting. So the <laughs> point is that, uh, oh, and then, of course, uh, St. Ronald Reagan, uh, the Republican Party, um, wife famously uh, had an astrologer. Uh, now, we ask, gee, you know, astrologer, does any of that stuff work? Well, if Ronald Reagan is the most popular Republican president in the history of everything in the universe, uh, I, I think his him his having a, an astrologer kind of worked out well for him. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I want you guys to stop whoring yourself up. Oh, my God. He said whoring yourself. You called me a whore. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I've been a prostitute. <laughs> Your Honor, let it be said that on July 13th, Dusty White said I, he's been a prostitute. Um, I've been a psychic prostitute. I hate it. I don't want you guys to do it. I want you to, to, you know, reach down somewhere and grab yourself and say, I'm better than that. And um, it all begins with realigning your thinking on what it takes to actually make money uh every day, day in and day out, as a business owner. That is what you are. And Renee is in that halfway zone. She is she's doing it. She's not a hundred percent there and, and you know, billboards everywhere. Hi, I'm Madame Renee Cleo. Um I tell your future, you know, we don't drive down the four oh five and see pictures of her everywhere and say, Call now. But she's on the way. And she's a perfect example of someone who's, who's in transition. She's doing it. Um, and it's it's easy to talk about. It's easy to say, I'd like to do this. It's easy to say, okay, I'm going to take lessons. Um, but you seriously need a gut check. You need to say, 
can I, after work, because you're going to have to do this for a long time, uh, unless you know, fortunate enough to have somebody pay your way through life, which if you can do that, great. But the rest of you, you're going to have to, after work, get off work, dead tired, and say, i got to put on my pretty face and my smile and go back to work. You know, in this case, I'm my own boss. And the beautiful thing is, even if you're charging $10 an hour, you know what? That's $10 an hour in your pockets, not $10 and your boss takes out $3 an hour. And then there's the company HMO and then there's parking fee. And really, you're, you know, probably pulling down about five fifty an hour. You know, what you charge is what you put in your pocket. And the more you can do that, and all it is, it's, that's, it's the more people you can read for, the closer you can get to doing this full time. The more people you read for, the more credibility you get. The more people you read for properly, the more referrals and repeat clients you get. And the way you raise your rates is you fill your time as full as you can with paying clients. And then you get to the point where you just can't handle it anymore. Then you raise your rates, not because you want to make more money. You raise more rates to get rid of half your clients. You say, I need more personal space. <laughs> And those people who value you tremendously will will stay with you. Um, try to be nice to your clients. Don't jack up the rates too too much too fast. But as long as you're providing consistent, uh, credible value, uh, you will have. Oh, there's my alarm. Yeah, okay. You will have um, people coming back to you and over and over again. Don't complicate this. It's not that hard. But you need to start thinking like a business person. Um, Renee, have I forgotten anything? That's just perfect. Awesome. Uh, okay, Very unbiased good. opinion. Did any of this help? Yes, definitely. I'm kind of stunned. I'm like, wow, this turned out better than I thought. Huh. I mean, well, I was particularly particularly ranty today. <laughs> That's good. Great. But, um, and again, You're, oh no, go please go ahead. I was going to say you rant very well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to dis dissuade any of you from going out and getting a job for a, a psychic phone line uh, or a psychic uh, uh, web service or starting your own um, website. Just know what you're getting into and know that the fact that somebody will take you on to work at their website does not mean that you are going to be doing that for the rest of your life. And it doesn't mean you're going to get rich doing that. And you are not allowed to steal their clients. I mean, let's just make very sure that we're very clear on that. If you want your own clients that are going to pay you good money, I've given you a couple of easy ways. There's other ways to do it. The, the essence of business is very simple. Find clients, excite them about you, fill their needs to the point where they come back again all there is to it. Um, anything else this is more complicated. So uh, assuming that you can, for example, like Renee, uh, read the tarot, read astrology, and do massage, um, all we need to do is find out where the people are who are hungry for that or open to it. Um, Renee, there will be some people that are open to the idea but have not experienced it yet. Um, as a masseur, you'll know this one. Remember the chiropractic chairs? Oh, not the, mas the massage chairs. Um, not chiropractic chairs. Uh, the, the big bulky things, and you, you carry them around, you set them up in an office, and mm -hmm. you, you do the upper back and uh, shoulder massage type, type thing. 
Yeah. I uh, I remember it was a big thing when I was in massage school. Uh, and we were told in order to go get clients to um, get one of these chairs, weasel our way into some type of corporate office and start giving out massages and, and business cards. You know, here, five minutes free and, and try to get it so that we could get one or two people to commit to a weekly massage and make all of their employees and, and, uh, and co-workers jealous so we could just go bounce around that office and clean out a couple hundred dollars. So it was a nice sales pitch. Um, but that technique did work for people who applied it. Um, in this is, this is kind of the same thing. I would rather you go out and give your services away for free as a promo. Don't, don't walk around when you're, when you're beginning, that's one thing you can say, Hey, I'm a student. I'm reading for free. I need to practice. Okay, fine. And that's a great way to do it. Get a lot of jerks, get a lot of people abusing you. That's, that's what you want. You want to, you want to bring it all on. You say, okay, okay, I understand. We have nice people. We have not so nice people, but you get through the worst of it because this is what you're going to do for a living. And you got to be able to know that you've got the chops, but when you're ready to start charging money, set your fees and then give a discount. Whether people pay a little bit or they pay nothing at all, get out there and make yourself known. Let people, uh, you know, give people your your time, but don't give them, you know, an hour for free. Don't give them half an hour for free. Five, ten minutes tops, one after the other after the other. Uh, parties are excellent for doing this. And if you're doing it for parties, don't ruin the party. Make it make it fun. But if it's a tarot party, that's a different story where the nature is a tarot party. Then, yeah, short, simple, quick, professional. The idea is you're, you're um, giving them a little taste. You're doing the best you can in the shortest amount of time possible. If you know anything about astrology like Renee does, um, that's even better because you can just do your little iPad or computer. Go pop, pop, pop. You go to ALABE.com and pop up a chart. And you're like, oh, you know, or astro.com or any of these places where you want to get your chart um, or you have your chart software and you go you see the chart you can start talking to them about what you see off the chart while you're shuffling the cards so you're actually developing a bond with them psychically uh, and asking their questions while you're shuffling the cards and you've got the astrology already ready to go so that's that's a huge boon to help you impress clients so that they come back to you. And, and this is all legitimate. There's no, there's no trickery. There's no, oh, I'm getting a, I'm getting an R. Is there somebody with an R in your life? I hate that crap. Tweet. <laughs> so uh, again, as much as I can squeeze in this, I want you guys to start thinking like business people. Take your craft seriously, you know, uh, and, and apply yourself. We have exercises in the book. Do the exercises in the book. They simulate the exact uh, things that you will be doing when you are giving a reading. And then in Advanced Tarot Secrets, um, this is what the professionals do. So if you want to learn the tarot, easiest way to learn the tarot ever. If you want to become a superstar, uh, you know, certainly learn the tarot and then go through Advanced Tarot Secrets. And I promise you that book will take a year to get through. Because we talk about dowsing and manifestation, we give in-depth, step-by-step instruction. Uh, and then if you need help, uh, I might be available. I'm generally not, uh, and I will be doing uh, a course soon. But listen to all of the free podcasts.
It's free information. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, go to advancedterrorsecrets.com and get our free lessons. The thing is, I'm here to help you get results. So if you don't get results, it's your own damn fault. Here, I said that. Um, that's about it. I, I want to see people um, succeed, and they're not going to succeed um, sitting around wishing. And I've got a lot of my students who are in transition, like, oh, I'm starting my own business, and finding out that business is harder than it, than it looks. So part of this podcast was just to give them a whole bunch of free advice on how to think about your business. You don't have to do exactly what I said. Other than obviously consultant, professional, legal, financial, medical advice, you know, don't take anything I say as anything but the rantings of a typing monkey. But, um, but think about the things I said and think about how you might want to do them differently, and then go get professional advice on on do that. Read up a couple of books on business. Um, but it's not. It, it it's easier to do it right than it is to screw it up. Um, but you, you've got to get out of the employee mentality. Otherwise, you will be stuck. Uh, and I don't want you guys to be stuck because I was there, and it's so much nicer on the other side. Okay, that's about it. I, I about ranted out. Is there anything, Renee, that uh, you want to add? Or thank you for being here. Oh, I just appreciate that. I think that's very helpful for myself and for everybody else. Uh yeah, try to listen, you know, guys, try to listen to this once one more time. And I promise the next podcast we will go back into and do our third out of three uh, manifestation podcasts. I want you guys all, and you, Renee, too, to know what you want in 2014 and make it happen. And that's why we're, we're doing the free series here. All right, thanks, everybody, for being here. Uh, Renee, thank you so much for uh, hanging out, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you.